Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to this week's episode of the Club Cafe Podcast. On this show, Chris is back and we talk Apple Watches, Kane's trip to Hawaii, which gets rerouted to Japan, The Beast from the East 2015, Ryan Tamers, Main Events in a Tag Match, Finn Balor winning the NXT Championship, SmackDown Notes, King What's Up, Trolls, Facebooks, Oohahs, Points, Burials, Freezings, Foldings, Erasings, Terminations, Effin' Spears, and all the wrestling news worth talking about. You don't even have to wait any longer, because guess what? The show starts right now. Hey everybody, welcome to the Club Kayfabe Podcast. It's an exciting week, it's July 4th weekend, and as always, I'm Pat McDermott here alongside Dan Pack. Come with me if you want to live. And... Chris O'Mealy. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is episode 109, and we're just going to keep on rolling here. And not that this is anything special because of the episode number, but it is July 4th weekend, so a very happy birthday to you, America. And as a treat for you guys for this holiday weekend, we have not one, but two guests on the show. So please welcome back the man straight from the cardboard box. He is Ellis G. Homeless. Get you hobo motherfuckers! Who apparently needs to work on his uh, hobo microphone? He just got a job working at really a, bad. at McDonald's, as you could tell. It's a drive-through voice. Oh yeah, of course. Well, <laughs> you, you've got, I wonder if anyone ever said that. You've got a voice made for drive-through, kid. No, but I've totally heard somebody tell someone they had a face for radio. Oh, oh, like legit, and that was messed up. Like most of us. All yes. right. Oh, got a face for podcasting. Not even good enough for radio. <laughs> Shut up, Dan. Stop burying us. And uh, also, welcome back to the show, straight from the CC, the double C, and uh, aggressive basketball lady, Melissa Hatfield is joining us again. Hey guys, thanks for having me. That's right, we got a girl on the show. What? Yeah. Please. And uh, congratulations to Melissa for her graduation. Thank you so much. I'm very excited about the sleep I'm going to get to have. One more class? Oh, no, I'm done. That's it. Fuck school. I'm out. Graduate next month. I'm psyched. And Ellis is sitting here going, my points are very lead. is screwed now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, oh, yeah. I'm coming for y'all motherfuckers. I still have a few months. Yeah, we're only halfway through the year. Yeah, I'm excited. If I can bring it back, that'd be pretty sweet. We'll, we'll, We'll see what kind of damage I can cause. Spoilies. <laughs> oh, boy, oh, boy. It just got real up in here. Bring it. Um, as I was away last week because I was sick and dead for the third time on this show, now that I have returned, I'd like to give a special shout-out to my one of my best friends, Joey Image, for his final match at GSW on the 20th. It was an absolute honor to be there, to be the announcer for that match, and it'll be an even greater honor to have you on the show soon. For a special episode where we do a career retrospect for my buddy Joey Image. So thank you very much. And I also want to point out a uh, shout out to Wacky J for the fact that I finally got to meet this guy after photoshopping so many pictures for him. And Jay, I don't know if you listen to this show, but I only have one thing to say to you. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Oh, what a highlight. 
So, um, how you guys feeling about uh, wrestling this week? It was a, a a pretty good week, not just for wrestling as a whole, but for quality matches, because most of my top ten are matches. Yeah, there was a lot of wrestling um, on your wrestling show, on your sports entertainment shows, excuse me. There was a lot of wrestling this week. But there were also there was, a lot of other good things outside of that. So I'm excited to yes. talk about wrestling this week. Yeah, no, which I haven't been in a while. Usually, yeah, it's not usually a thing from you, Pat. <laughs> no, but uh, usually I'm like, why? Why do we talk about wrestling? Why can't we talk about broccoli or something more exciting? <laughs> broccoli. Brock Lesnar. <laughs> He's leafy. The greens from the east. <laughs> Why do they call it Beast from the East when Japan is west of America? Ugh. It's Weast, man. <laughs> Clearly, you don't understand how geography works. I say Weast. Yeah, there's something called Eurocentrism. <laughs> yes, Myocentrism. <laughs> <laughs> Dear Lord. All right. <clears throat> Let's do Chris's top ten favorite things in wrestling this week. Number ten. All right, we're going to start off with what happened on Tough Enough this week. Um, oh, wow, not, new oh, there's a, it's all matches. Tough Enough is number 10. I said most, <laughs> most matches. It's almost all matches. God, learn to listen, damn it. All right, so <clears throat> this week on Tough Enough. Now, first of all, I don't know how many of you guys are actually watching the format who's on the show or listening to the show, but... I'll give you a clue. None of us. <laughs> okay, so basically it has, like, kind of an American Idol-type feel to it, which I'm really not digging, but I like the fact that they eliminated the uh, reality show aspect and pretty much just put them in the barracks of the Performance Center. So that makes it feel a little more gritty to me. Like, it doesn't feel like they're getting, like, this glam house and everything and they're living the high life and all this other shit. They no. just kind of, like... They're, they're basically living like they're in the army. On the post and, show, though, they talk about the house. So they are they do have, like, this big house probably that they live in, I assume. Well, they're sleeping in the... Like, it, it's like a... It's like a... I don't know how you would say it. It's like a house area of the performance center. Oh, where okay. it's set up with a kitchen, a living room. You know, they've got a pool table and stuff for entertainment. And they've got... But all the guys sleep in one room and all the girls sleep in the other room. So it's oh, like right. it's like military barracks. Well, right at the very beginning of the show, this dude Alex gets into a fight with the guy Patrick Clark, who's still my front runner to win this thing. And I know he's kind of everybody else's favorite. One because he's the only true worker on the show, and two because he's the only one with real wrestling knowledge. And they get into an argument, and this dude Alex is like, "No, I don't need to know anything about the history. I don't care. Why should I know anything about the history of wrestling? I don't have to do that to be good at it." And as soon as he said that, I'm like. This guy's going to get voted off this week. I just know it because he just blew it right there. And they do the challenge and everything, and they make them swim through the swamp, which was hilarious because there's, like, gators looking at them. And Patrick can't swim, but he still completes the challenge, whereas Alex Oh, God, that's so racist. Does not. (laughs) (laughs) Just uh, flail around in there. (laughs) Pretend uh, Katrina just came through. Oh, damn. Katrina from Lucha oh, Underground. Yeah, Katrina from Lucha Underground. Yeah. She's all yes. talking about Mil Mortes and shit and licking stuff. God damn. Pret- 
Why? Why? Pretend WrestleMania anyway. 30 again. So yeah, that's pretty much what happens is Daniel Bryan calls him out and he's like, what do you mean you don't have to know anything about the history of wrestling? Like, what does that even mean? He's like, uh, well, uh, uh, uh. And I'm like, yep, you're done. Is that the same guy who was like, oh, you gotta know what it's like to pa- how to pack an arena? And then Daniel Bryan was like, could you please enlighten us on what it means, how you would pack an arena? Yeah. <laughs> oh, we'll, uh, we'll, talk, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But yeah, he gets voted off. Here's the thing I don't like about this version of Tough Enough. Because Brian, Hogan, and Paige are all looking for something different. And Paige is like hardcore trying to eliminate people that aren't standing out. So it's just like, even if you stand out in a bad way, Paige takes notice of you. So she targets all the people that are kind of in the background right now. And I don't really think that's fair because in past Tough Enoughs, the background people are the one who ended up jumping out at the end. I.e., John Hennigan in Tough Enough 3, who was barely ever a focal point, or Josh Matthews in Tough Enough 1. And look what happened to them. Josh Matthews lost. And Big Andy. Yeah, Yeah, and Josh Matthews (laughs) is still involved in wrestling. Are you sure? Um, Yeah, he's on that show that uh, GFW is buying. But yeah, Alex is gone. Screw him. But the new Tough Enough is fun. It's not my favorite format. I think the Austin format was my favorite, but it's still better than the one that took place on SmackDown that had The Miz. Absolutely. That's also because that one had The Miz. But he's awesome. He was the standout on that one, though. The whole time I was like, I hope Miz wins. And then Daniel Pewter won. I'm like, well, this guy's going to go further (laughs) than Daniel Pewter anyway. Oh, yeah. Don't you hate when you're right, Pat? Gee, I sure hope Bob Holly doesn't get his title shot at the Royal Rumble. Yeah. Screw you, Pat. Yeah. Screw you, Pat. Well, I got to make festive napkins for that occasion. <laughs> All right. So, let's move on. Number nine. Okay. Um, again, not a match. So, Dan doesn't have to flip his shit. But. Such a fucking liar. Most means more than half. He lies. Right now, just one fifth is not going to be wrestling. No, actually, three three items on the whole top ten weren't wrestling, and one of them is multiple wrestling. This involves the opening segment of Raw, and Pat, I want you to talk about this because I know you were a big fan of this opening oh. segment. <laughs> yeah, so this had me interested in Raw. Unfortunately, the rest of the show didn't really keep up that pace as well. Well, well, what killed this segment was how they ended it with well. Oh my god! Well. <laughs> So the segment starts out, and Seth Rollins is awarding the loyalty of the reformed authority, starting with giving eye watches to everyone, including Kane, which is hilarious to me, because now the with an eye watch or Apple watch, the, the mask is never coming back. We could just, you know, that that's not happening. You could um, just make, make the eye watch red. Yeah. So And so they get, um, what did Jay and Jay get? They got a Cadillac. They, yeah, they got a Cadillac. I can't remember the the name of the make, but it's a brand <laughs> new so car. <laughs> and Jamie Noble's just honking the horn constantly. <laughs> um, he was honking it all the way through to the um, the intro for Big Show. But Del Rio wants his gimmick back. Kane, <laughs> Kane got a trip to beautiful Hawaii, where they had people come down, play luau music over the Titantron. 
Um, oh, this is fantastic. And, and I've never had a vacation. Oh, and that was my favorite part where he goes because he he transitioned back to the old cane. He's like, you know, I've often wanted to sit on the beach and ponder which animal that I was going to throw into a live volcano, and thanks to you, that can happen, Seth. It's <laughs> so creepy. So that was great. And then, um, so yeah, they're honking the horn. Everybody's celebrating, and. Well, it's TBS, and I thought he was going to be like, where's my gift, even though he didn't do anything, which I thought would have been an awesome part to the storyline, but instead he's like, congratulations, guys, you got a new car. Like when he, when Heel Big Show took on Heel Mark Henry, and it made no sense? Yeah, yeah, so so that <laughs> that was exactly what I was talking about, too. I think I posted that on Facebook where I said, oh, so they start Raw out with this excellent segment, they get me hyped for the show, and then out comes Big Show, and out comes Mark Henry. That's what Hi. you're leaving with going to commercial. Hello, guys. Hey, watch my fucking match. Big swear. All right. So here's my favorite part of the entire opening segment and the main event segment. Jamie Noble. Dude had three broken ribs last week, legit. Boy. And he still... And even though you could tell he was in tremendous pain the entire show, he still came out and did everything. Yeah. Yeah, Jamie Noble Jamie was no- awesome. Jamie Noble was the, re- was the real MVP. Oh, God. You're the real MVP. You're the real MVP. Oh, come it. All right. Ready for the next one? Number eight. All right. This one's actually a match, Dan. About about goddamn time. So, earlier this morning at 5.30 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, as I was watching this live, chatting with uh, Taylor Uh, Chadwick, who was watching it at 2.30 at the morning, in the morning. And Chev, who was on Central Time, and, uh, I don't know, some other guy who was ruining the whole thing. Uh, We got to witness a Chris Jericho match, and he took on Neville in the opening match for Beast from the East. And it was awesome. Like, 20 minutes, and was like, why is this going 20 minutes? Why is this opening? Because it was damn good. And then you remembered, oh, wait, this is really just a house show that they made. Pretty much, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I was I was surprised because I'm like, I see Jericho start out the show. And I'm like, he what was he even? He wasn't advertised, right? Yeah, he was. Three matches advertised, and one of them was Neville and Jericho. Oh, okay. I didn't even know that. I just saw Jericho. I'm like, who's he gonna fight? And then the man the oven ding forgot came out. <laughs> Meville. Well, they did. They did all the spots and everything, and they they did the cool uh, Neville from the top rope into the code breaker spot. They did. They did the walls. They did all the reversals, and I was a little disappointed oh, when he did the walls. I was, like, I was like, "Come on, he could take the real, the real." Yeah, thing. and then yeah. and then you realize that that's what they were saving for the They're finish. Like, oh, Ryan Tama. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and shout out to uh, Japanese Simon Gosh. Yeah, that guy was uh, awesome. <laughs> I noticed both guys must not talked about their attire before the match because they both got that that purple going on. I'm like, uh, are you guys a tag team or something? Uh-oh. Foreshadowing for something in the future, maybe? Probably not. Probably not. But, uh, you know, they both like the purples. Like 98% retired. Why too purple? This has purple <laughs> in it. Purple is a fruit. But Jericho doesn't often get the win. He usually comes and, and just puts that guy over, which he still put Neville over. Don't, there's no doubt about it. But it was nice By to see Jericho. By going 20 minutes, yeah. Right. It was nice to see him come I, I was, and get the win, though. Yeah, I was legit surprised that Jericho got the win. When he had him in the walls, or excuse me, the wars, the first time, 
Um, and he was going for the break. I was like, oh, man, he can't tap out here. He can't tap out. He's got to make it to the ropes. He got, and I was making notes. I'm like, Neville makes it to the ropes before he even did. Um, but I, I really thought Neville was going to pick up the win, but I'm glad they, they swerved us. Well, oh. from, the, from the director of Bad Grandpa. <clears throat> Just because Jericho's not, you know, active roster guy on television doesn't mean that he's going to he's not going to trade wins and losses because he's Jericho still never win. All right, let's uh, go to the next one here. Number seven. Yes, <laughs> you're not keeping track. All right, so we're not done talking about the Beast from the East. Trust me, we're, we're not done at all. But I have to mention that the tag team main event, despite being underwhelming compared to other things we got on the card, was still a really good tag team match because it was a house show tag team match. It went 40 fucking minutes. Oh, and if you've been waiting to see the team of Bad News Brimstone, boy, were you excited. <laughs> Bad News Brimstone. Then what would the other team be called? Um, uh, Sigler? <laughs> two fifths of Team Survivor Series. Oh Zena? yeah, that, Zena, that, the Zena Warrior Princess. Yay! Warrior Princess. That's the name. That made Melissa so happy. <laughs> Zena. Ah! Oh. Dolph Ziggler was the only thing that kept me awake in that match, though, because by that point I was pretty tired, but. It was good. Ha-ha. It's just... Ha-ha. 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 No, you <laughs> see me. <laughs> exactly what happened. Oh, shit. You know what they should have done for WWE? They should have had um, Barrett come out with, like, you know, 500 jackets on and do a pyrotechnics fireworks display. <laughs> it's a lie. Goddamn. Pew, 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 pew. <laughs> and he would have to say boom after everyone, of course. Skeet, 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 skeet. As soon as I realized what that tag team match was, I go, is Barrett in here just so you can take the pinfall? Yes. Yes, he is. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> yep, he has no direction. Not even one? All right, you're done. <laughs> <laughs> you're done, homeless. God damn. All right. Uh, Dan, do you remember what number we're up to? Uh, number six. Yes. Um, the conclusion of Who is Finn Balor, part three, aired on NXT, and then right before the Japan show, they did the entire thing as a special, and it was awesome. The whole Finn Balor thing was great. They did his whole history, they showed all kinds of stuff that I think a lot of us were surprised to see, like him and Carl Anderson doing the Bullet Club sign. Yeah, it was... Every, I think they they aired it as one big um, yeah, documentary too, right? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I, I think this documentary should be called "101 and One Reasons We Never Need Jeff Hardy Back." <laughs> also, "101 and One Reasons Why Him and Becky Totally Fucked." Finn, could you uh, <laughs> could you go uh, paint some eyeballs on on your eyeballs? No, but I can paint a giant one on my back. They really want the. Uh, the eyeballs to show up to the camera on your on your eyeballs, so you look this way. Okama Triple H was crouched down, <laughs> doing the entrance, telling him not to look at the camera. I was like, oh, that's creepy as fuck. We're making movies. <laughs> <laughs> we 
we make movies here. They're all straight to DVD. <laughs> That's what Vince said back in 1997. They make movies. No holes barred. Yeah. Make movies. Suburban Commando. Is that in a WWE film? I don't think so. Wait, was it? It is now. No, but I got executive producer credits on Scorpion King and Walking Tall. I prefer Walking Short, man. I prefer sitting down. So does Simsek. <laughs> oh! oh. I'm sorry. Mike, I'm sorry. So, do, so does that guy who hosted that crappy-ass show that Melissa and Pat are no longer associated with. Is Walking, <laughs> is walking Short a documentary about the gaggle? <laughs> Fuck. No, I'd be walking fat! Walking side tall. <laughs> uh, so is it now right time now. for five golden gimmicks? Yes. Uh, number five is Bull Dempsey versus the vending machine. Actually, no, I'm kidding. That's actually not on my list at all, but I just wanted to mention it. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> Got chocolate to, smeared on yeah. his mustache. <laughs> to which William Regal <laughs> took some off and licked to make sure it was indeed chocolate. <laughs> <laughs> what if it wasn't Mr. Regal? Oh well, he's already drank. Okay. He already drank pee, so now he's gonna eat poop. Yeah. He's gonna All eat. Right. He's gonna eat feces. And he, he was the first person to kiss Vince McMahon's ass. So, <coughs> oh God, homeless. It's okay, man. Stay with us. <laughs> my hands are up. My hands are up. Don't don't hit the crack pipe during the show. <laughs> He's hitting it right now. <laughs> oh no! Oh no! Those are just way back. Jackets speak. coming off. He's got the plaid. <laughs> <laughs> He's got the big. Boom! Boom! Holy crap! Jesus is tits. Oh man, I haven't seen you in a year, dude. I miss you. <laughs> Oh fuck! God. I died again. I uh, haven't seen him in a year. I was able to break him within twenty minutes of the show. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna tell a quick Ellis Holmes story here. Oh, uh, he, right. he and I worked at uh, he and I worked at Harry Potter together, and we shared a. I was working at the Hippogriff coaster. He was working at the Dragon coaster, and we shared a break room. And <clears throat> I was telling him stories about my old Egyptian coworker from the disaster ride. And what a friggin' creep he was. And that was the first time I ever successfully broke him as he was on the break room couch making all the noises you just heard <laughs> previously. And he was dying all because I was talking about this Egyptian dude I worked with who would just be really creepy. Like he'd walk up to be like, Chris, did you see that girl in those skin tight pants, man? What an ass she had. I just want to touch it. Like right in front of guests and everything. And I don't know, like it, it's, it's kind of a funny story, but I don't think it was as funny as he thought it was. But it made it funnier because he was, like, curled up in the fetal position, making farm animal noises. And it was awesome. And I broke him. And we, we were friends ever since. <laughs> I killed the man. And then I befriended him. That's um, how you it, guys. I've died more times than Chris on this show. <laughs> well, I've only died three times. I have to die twice more. <laughs> I have two more deaths awaiting. I have two more lives left. R.I.P. Nope. times three. Yes. Number four? 
Anyway, uh, the real number five is Lucha Underground as a whole this week was one of those shows where nothing particularly stood out, but everything was good because they're building towards Ultima Lucha on August 5th. So you actually got four matches this week, even though one was kind of a squash. Uh, the first match was the Tejano match, right, Dan? I believe so. Yeah, it was uh, Tejano and... I already forgot, and I just watched it. <laughs> yeah, you did just watch it. Yeah. All right. And then we had we had Hernandez versus Drago. And we got Marty the Moth Martinez, which is one of my favorite gimmicks ever right now. And I just love how he's creeping on Melissa Santos while she's doing the intro. He's like sniffing her hair, and she's just like, no. And he uh, he got destroyed by Alberto El Patron. It was basically like a 45-second match. And then the main event was Chavo and Prince Puma for the title in a no-disqualification match. So the crew was involved, but then Tejano got involved. And this is all building towards Puma versus Mil Muertes, with Katrina being a total creeper to everybody. Uh, really, really good show, as per the usual. So, Lucha Underground was awesome, except for uh, Vampiro getting all pissed off because Stryker favors Puma. And he's like, why you gotta do that, man? Why you have to always piss me off every week? <laughs> God, relax, Vampiro. Jesus. We understand you don't like Conan. Yeah, we get it, dude. You don't like Conan. Get over it. Fortunately, Vampiro has yet to wrestle. Unfortunately, Ultima Lucha hasn't happened yet. And I'm very suspicious that we're going to get a Vampiro match out of this. Vampiro! Vampiro versus Pentagon Jr. Super unknown hero, Vampiro. Now, I think we're going to learn that Vampiro was his Dark Lord or whatever the fuck he said, his master. Vampiro has been Pentagon Jr.'s master. That he's oh, been sacrificing Jesus. people oh, to help. Come on. Oh, shut up, Dad. No. <laughs> it was me all along. Do you remember the Vampiro storyline in WCW that debuted Chris Daniels and then undebuted him immediately? No. It was like, oh, it was like, oh, Vampiro's actually taking orders from a dude called the Lord. And it was Chris Daniels playing the character. And then they're like, no, this is devil worship. You have to cut this. And they immediately ended the gimmick after one one segment. And it was like it was like the most interesting thing Vampiro ever did. And it got Chris Daniels on TV. Running with the devil. Uh, so stupid. But that was WCW for you. All right. We're going up to the top four now. So, Dan. Number four. All right. The whole top four are the four best matches that happened this week in wrestling. And this one was uh, was basically a pig led to slaughter as <laughs> Brock basically killed Kofi. Whoa, racist. Whoa. Did you, I heard an N, not a P. <laughs> That's terrible. I definitely did not say that. Or just saying what I heard. So, hold on a second. You know how, like, Michael Cole's commentary was decent because he didn't have Vince screaming in his ear the whole time? Is that because Vince is in your headset right now, Pat, feeding you lines? Hold on, hold on. Hold on. I I don't want to say that. No, I don't want... 
Did you guys see when he F5 all three black people at the end of the match? <laughs> that yes. was more like a Tornegro, right? <laughs> Tornegro. <laughs> all right, I said it. Are you happy? Strewn <laughs> about like after Katrina. Jesus, Ellis. <laughs> Yeah, now this show's great. Tornegro. <laughs> That's too far. I didn't realize how Katrina heavy this show would be. That's, that's intense. <laughs> is that when Sharknado is going to spin off? <laughs> is that Fist Fickman? Katrina heavy needs to be some fat independent chick. <laughs> Katrina heavy. <laughs> And she throws water on black people in the crowd. (laughs) At this time, I'd like to shout out to uh, Stitcher for hosting the show and uh, Giant Media Ball for continuing to host our show. It's a giant ball made of media. Without the fleas. Yeah, all the fleas are on Ellis because he's homeless. I've got no fleas to hold me down. Katrina Heavy has been banned from from (laughs) four. Performing in New Orleans. <laughs> I think we broke Melissa. Oh, it's a miracle on Bourbon Street. <laughs> well, I was talking about the Daniel Bryan thing. God, what are you guys talking about? Katrina comes to <laughs> This is terrible. We are so canceled. You've been saying that since the first show, though. It's gonna what, happen. Do you see what happens when you when you get to talk in everyone's ear events? You see what happens? We get canceled. You can say those things because people don't even listen to you. Some people I know mute the show when you come on. Yeah, One person those people, I know. Those people are wusses. If they can't handle it, then don't wussy. listen. Can't handle it? Don't listen. Wussy, 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 wussy everywhere. Whoa. Everywhere? <laughs> everywhere. Everywhere. I'm just saying, dog, I'm hearing a lot of negativity right now. Ellis, I know you're homeless and everything, and you live in Florida, but you got to do something about that sun. It's starting to mess with you. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> it's hot. It's hot. Hey, I thought, hey, Ellis, I thought of all you guys in Florida the other day when it was like the end of June and it was chilly in Pennsylvania and I wore a jacket to work. And I was like, ah, screw all you guys in Florida. <sighs> Going out. <laughs> you're like so it was like it was legitimately 60 degrees and that's not like an exaggeration or anything it was actually 60 degrees and it was june the end of june and i was like oh man and you guys have been in the 90s since april well we had nine days <laughs> fuck you florida <laughs> we had the ac went out of the house we had nine days without ac that sucks later <laughs> Wait at the at the house. AC Slater, baby. Whoa, he just broke my pants. <laughs> you, oh, so you used to have an air conditioning box? Yes. Oh, and then, okay. and then you were a refrigerator box. It's bigger to begin with. You cut out knobs so that you would think you were getting cooler. Yes. And when it broke, it sucked worse than my ex on prom night. What is that supposed to mean exactly? So uh, let's move I think on your to numbers. Only three. go in one direction. <laughs> Number three. Yes. All right, somebody shut the flap to the cardboard box for a few minutes so we can continue the list here. All right, so these are the top three matches that happened this week 
all of them were great. Somewhat tough to order, but I'm pretty happy with the order I selected. First, we're going to talk about the main event of NXT as Samoa Joe teamed with Finn Balor to take on Rhino and Kevin Owens in a friggin' awesome tag team match. That oh, R- still Rhino felt- Owens. Yes, Rhino Owens. Yes, because Pat has to name all the teams. Yes. All right, you got one for Joe and Balor? I don't name face teams. <laughs> That's the trend, right? Yeah, you could you couldn't name They're Team BJ. You already had the Brimstone team from before. I know, and they were heels. Good lord, they're Team BJ. Duh. This is a this is one of those times where you're like, man, I'm watching a WWE show. Samoa Joe is here with Prince Divot, and on the other side is Rhino and Kevin Steen, and it's really really cool to think that that's actually what's happening right now in WWE. They have um, they have their future completely laid out for them, and as long as Triple H is in charge in that division, it's going to be a great future. Rhino is here. More are coming to NXT. Vince Fina's Triple H. <laughs> as as the Brian Kendrick came back for one match and then went to a trainer status. I think he did a second match and that was it. Um, NXT didn't have that much to write home about, although it did have the return of the Vaude Villains with new music and an appearance by Sarah Del Rey. Oh, yeah, because All Red Everything has to prove herself to Regal. Yeah. And so Regal was standing on the apron with Sarah Del Rey watching her work because out. that's friggin' Siobhan Ferguson's favorite wrestler. All Red Everything? Oh, my God, yes. Do you, do you pay attention in the Club Kayfabe group? He's all, A-R-E. He's all Red Everything. Oh, is he, is he hyped for, uh, for the return of Divas next Sunday? Of course he is. So am I. I love that show. Show's awesome. It's actually Tuesday. Oh, yeah, that's right. It's on Tuesdays. Because I like it, too. I'm glad other people do. It's on Tuesdays now? Yeah, they yeah. moved it to Tuesdays. Uh, we're on Tuesdays now? <laughs> so on Tuesday, I can watch Tough Enough and Total Divas, and it'll still be better than watching three hours of Raw. <laughs> and I will watch neither and be better than you. Yeah, except you're not. <laughs> Jerk. Way better. <laughs> Jerk. All right. Let's Number do this. two. <clears throat> so on Raw, John Cena comes out for the U.S. Open Challenge. Kevin Owens comes out, and right before the match starts, he gets out of the ring and goes, yeah, no, I'm going to wait till Battleground and just completely trolls him, but maybe this guy will take the title from you. And out comes Cesaro. And holy crap, this match was amazing. Cena-Cesaro was... The best match until Beast from the East aired this morning, by far. What I like, too, is um, at first you're like, wait, are they friends like they are in real life? And is Cesaro going to be heel again? Because he was wrestling heel to start out the match. And then at the end of the match, when you get the interference, you're like, man, he almost beat John Cena. So now they've, they've done an even better job of portraying Cesaro as a face. We're putting him in a... Oh, yeah, because his, his teammate is severely hurt. Yep, and he used the sharpshooter, and that's when the match actually got broken up. Yeah, it was a god-friggin' awesome match. They uh, they definitely pulled out all the stops with this one. And you know what the best part is? It's 2015, and John Cena has learned two new moves this year, which makes you wonder what the hell he's been doing for the past ten years. What are you talking about? Remember the Hurricane Rana from last year? 
No, I don't. Because Where he awesome. power bombed himself. <laughs> uh, what's wrong with you, John? I say you. He did. The Colonel. Yeah, he did. No, apparently the Colonel's alive. He's back, and his voice is annoying as fuck. Oh yeah. New new Colonel does not work. Anyway, are, are, are we ready? Is it time? It is time for number one! So so when you yelled that, your mic popped in my headphones and it sounded like a train was going by. <laughs> no, sorry, that's from my cardboard box. He's got an ear horn in his cardboard box. <laughs> Add in your sound effects. We do the science says segments around here. Sorry. <laughs> I'm homeless. I don't know any better. You are the ones who are the ball lickers. I am the one who is the homeless. Yeah, we knew that. All right, number one. As, as if there was any doubt in what was not only the best match of the week, but possibly a match of the year candidate, another one. Oh, it was the tag team match. No, we already <laughs> talked about that. Duh. This was Finn Balor versus Kevin Owens for the NXT Championship. They pulled out all the stops for the Japanese show with the um, the streamers. They gave them flowers, and Owens did the ultimate disrespect heel move where he just rocketed the flowers back into the crowd. And he, yeah, he was pissed off at the streamers. He was like, let's just get this crap out of the ring. Yeah, he's like, this is a mess. <laughs> During the match, he's yeah. like, I hate being here. I hate everybody yeah. that lives here. <laughs> It was it was awesome and it was perfect. It Meanwhile, was the, perfect. the chant the fans were all just cheering while he's saying, "Fucking hate it here, hate you all." They're like, yeah. And your new NXT champion is Finn Balor. Hey, in Chris! A fantastic match. Chris. Yes. Yes. I'm time to update the banner. <laughs> yes. I actually did update the banner this morning, and I was like. I could post this and troll everyone who didn't wake up this morning, but I'm not going to do that. And then I realized that WWE already did it. (laughs) And then I realized that WWE already did that. Oh, yeah, because I was grabbing the Facebook comments while watching the show. And the first, like, 25 posts are all spoilies. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, it happened. Uh, Finn Balor is your new NXT Championship in a friggin' incredible match, and I'm pre- pretty sure that, that means Owens is going up to the main roster full time, and he's probably going to take that U.S. title. Although, so, uh, I'm Jayhan, disappointed. There's is it? Does this mean there's no payoff for now for the Joe and Owens storyline? Or I mean, I'm I'm sure they'll carry on to the main payoff roster. Payoff is they're going to beat the fuck out of each other, probably. Yeah. At the- well. Your pay show. your payoff for your payoff for your Owen storylines with Joe and Zayn will probably happen on the main roster. Right, right. Yeah. So I, w- I wouldn't worry about that just yet. You imagine like this storyline started in NXT. <clears throat> when we when we watch these, we're making prequels here. And then all those people <laughs> that were like, "I don't want to watch pizza being cooked," will be like, "Fuck, I missed the important start of the storyline." We're like we're like Marvel. We're making origin stories. <laughs> I don't, I don't, I don't know because I don't pay that. Honestly, I don't pay that much attention to him. But does Heyman hate Samoa Joe? Yeah. Oh yeah. Because he, you know why? Please tell me it's because he's fat. Yeah. 
Um, I think I think Dan has a clip of Scott Steiner saying that. Oh, here we go. Fat. That's fat. <laughs> Some bitch. Hailing from Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> I hear you <laughs> like sugar, but I checked my <laughs> I checked my pockets. I don't got no donuts, no burgers. Um. Yeah. So yeah, he's always hated Samoa Joe because he doesn't think he looks like a star, and he's fat, and he's fat, and he doesn't look like a star, and he was in TV. Yeah. Well, he. Well, yeah. Well, he likes I'm the Miz. So. Samoa Joe. So. Yeah. Well, he also likes the Miz, so his opinion really doesn't matter. He's also Antonio, so. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't that... matter. Yeah. <laughs> uh, double juicy bacon. Or whatever. Bacon blueberry milkshake. Leave <laughs> <laughs> oh. it out for two hours, man. I hate bacon. How do you not remember? Uh, I'm going to vomit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So we talked about some really, really good, important stuff that happened. But for some reason, Pat really wants to talk about SmackDown. So. I do, because maybe I'm seeing things for the first time that you've seen on Raw already. And I don't know. Uh, so, is King What's Up entirely new since the pay-per-view, or did it, did it start, like, weeks ago? No, they've, he's been doing that. Oh, my he's, God, it's tremendous. Yeah, King What's Up is a highlight. With his plunger, <laughs> his Burger <laughs> King taped-up hat, uh, the crown, and uh, and a sheet, just a white bed sheet that says King What's Up in clearly spray paint. Uh, it's better than King Barrett. It's the only reason I see keeping King Barrett around right now. It's fantastic. Well, he's walking around in a white sheet. (laughs) (laughs) He desecrated with black spray paint. Didn't Chappelle Show already do a segment like that? Black Uh, white supremacist. Yeah, the the blind black guy. (laughs) When asked why he divorced his wife of 19 years... Uh, so that's that's one thing that I saw for the first time on SmackDown. King, what's up? I look forward to seeing more of it, but I probably won't until SmackDown. I won't see it on Raw Hulu. Um, Ambrose versus Wyatt. What an awesome match. Again, these matches that happen on SmackDown. I, I had a thought about this. Like When all the matches are so good, it kind of takes away from the fact that you want to watch them all because you know like we've seen four or five Ambrose and Bray Wyatt matches. They've all been good, but you just kind of tune out after a while because you're like, all right, I've already seen this. So I kind of like, I kind of wish they would have some more shitty matches on TV sometimes, so the good ones stood out even more. If that makes sense, or maybe uh, some more time towards storylines. Maybe I don't know. I I would disagree with that because I'd much rather see a whole bunch of really good matches than like another Roman Reigns Big Show match where there haven't been any good ones. Uh, speaking of speaking of uh. Big guys who work well with big guys. Uh, we were all so close to having a show free of this crap, but I'll here we go. Ryback is awesome. Come on. Uh, the big guy. Ryback versus Mark Henry. Uh, they do a throw, because they had a match a couple of weeks ago, and I, I was I'm sorry, like, I'm sorry. You already lost you just, me when you said did Ryback. Did you use versus- the word awesome? And then he said Ryback versus Mark yeah, Henry. Yeah, yeah. So, this, this word, you keep using this word. I don't think it means what you think it means. So listen, because... Inconceivable. Because this is good storyline, good advancement. The other week, Ryback took on Mark Henry on Raw, and he didn't lift him. He beat him with the, the top rope splash they started doing. So this time, 
He challenged Mark Henry specifically to say that he could pick him up. They teased the WrestleMania fall spot, so this match actually a story that goes back three years at this point. I just uh, thought it was a, really good. An awful WrestleMania. Oh, match. all the way back to WrestleMania Ninja. Yes, WrestleMania Ninja. Uh, so I thought that was a good match. Ryback lifted him up, uh, and now now he's threatening to lift the Big Show, which he already has done. But I, I like the thought of this that they actually said, okay, well he didn't beat Henry by picking him up, so we're gonna actually tease this. You you do realize that you're only liking this because you're a Ryback, Mark. If this was anybody else doing this storyline, you'd be angry. Um. I don't know about that. Maybe. Uh, if, it, if it was... Hold on. If it was Mark Henry versus the Big Show, which we had on Raw, then yeah. <laughs> but technically that's part of this build, so I didn't like that match. So, okay. Uh, you shouldn't ever like any Mark Henry Big Show matches. Not even the one where they, they kayfabe broke the ring. Which Big Show finally... Uh, <laughs> he talked about. Oh yeah! Oh no! He he admitted to the one with Brock Lesnar, not right, the one with right. Mark Henry. <laughs> he, he's a he's a Lesnar ring break truther. Now, yeah. When I when I heard that, my first reaction was there were people who thought that was real. Uh, Wait, it, it wasn't real. Duh! Did you not see it happen? It was so obvious that it was rigged, though, and I thought that was like the the story, like on the dirt sheets that week, were like. Oh yeah, it was definitely rigged, obviously. So why was this such a big deal that he suddenly said it was rigged? Was he actually like playing up that it was real? Because I've never even heard that. I guess they well, no one ever came out and said it, to my knowledge. So he finally came out and said it. Yeah, I, I think I think on a future show since that like has been locked. Twelve years fucking later, we need to talk to Jesse about this one day. Um, <laughs> oh boy! Oh so, boy! Anyway, throughout the show, Seth Rollins challenged um, Roman Reigns to a match after the beatdown he suffered on Monday, and Roman Reigns hadn't shown up in the arena, so Seth Rollins was thinking he was just going to get a quick countout victory. So Bray Wyatt actually <laughs> did he look to section like one twelve or whatever section no, he comes out at? Looked up the ramp, of course. Of you course, know, that makes sense. Because they so that's big, totally where Roman comes from. Because if he, yeah, if he comes out, his big Titantron has to hit that says Roman Reigns. They're like, oh no, that's who it is. Burner, burner. But um, he was from Samoa. But what was good is Bray Wyatt cut a promo in his dark, smoky room where he talked about uh, even though the ending of Raw was kind of lackluster, where he just came out and gave the sister Abigail Roman Reigns. He was like, "Are you ever gonna come back?" Like. I like the thought of the interview, but when you look at what happened on Raw to, like, are you ever going to come back? Really? Are you going to show up one night because I gave you my finish in a ring? You know, that's what you base your job off of doing. Anyway, the final note from SmackDown. Uh, for the rest of the summer, Byron Saxon will be pl- replaced by Uso number married at the commentary table. Hmm. So that's a thing that's happening. Because Byron Saxon right. has replaced Booker T on Raw for no apparent reason. Because Booker's doing tough enough. Oh, there's an apparent reason. <laughs> Jushin, apparently, dot JPG. No. 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 Someone's going to post that now. God damn it. All right, y'all. Um, Mr. Homeless. Yes? What happened in wrestling this week that you enjoyed? Well, I only I finally watched Raw last night, and I have to go with the 
Kevin Owens John Cena segment. <laughs> you know what, Kevin. Cena? I'm just gonna wait till Battleground. Oh, 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 oh. it was exactly. so hilarious. It was awesome. Uh, Ms. Hatfield. Yes. What did, what did you enjoy in wrestling this week? Um, basically anything Kevin Owens. I mean, he's he's my favorite thing in wrestling right now, honestly. Uh, everything he touches. I know, right? Uh, everything he touches turns to gold. And I just, I don't know. I, I, I have to say, though, of all the matches this morning, obviously the, um, the NXT championship was my favorite. But that Neville-Jericho match... I was exhausted when I turned on the television, and within minutes, I was fucking psyched. Like that shit was amazing. I, I want to see them. I, I want to see that again. It, it was just, it was out of this world. I really, really loved that match a lot. Well, if I know WWE, you'll see that match again. And <laughs> just and nine ninety nine. <laughs> so don't worry, Melissa. Uh, the one thing I want to say, too, about the ending of that Owens match, uh, where he lost the championship, I like how he remains heel. When they go for the handshake, he's he's a sore loser, and he's like, no. <laughs> Just leaves. Pissed off. But <laughs> Bobby, He Bobby Lashley'd him. No. No. <laughs> but I thought that they, it would be a good idea for them to finish that show with John Cena celebrating and Owens maybe attacking him since they're in the same building and he lost his championship and he wanted to take out his aggression on Cena, but... I guess not. But it was a house show with a camera. All house shows have cameras. It's true. They do. House shows tape like indie shows. All house shows have cameras, Daniel. Except for our house this weekend. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God, no. Wow, that was a great yeah. Daniel Benoit I'm impression. Daniel, and my mother is Nancy, but my father's name is Eric. <laughs> I don't know who Eric Benoit is, but I'm afraid to meet him now. <laughs> <laughs> Eric Wah. Eric right. Wah. So there's a lot of good in wrestling this week, but uh, there's also some bad stuff, too. Now, <clears throat> you guys all know our pal, Hey Man. Everybody who listens to the show knows who that is now, right? Who? Okay. Hey Man. Oh. Me. Mm, I don't. I never heard of him. Okay. Completely so, lost. So here, here's this week's troll truth, you guys. Because this dude wrote something positive about wrestling. What? And, and I was... Surprise! So I actually responded because I agreed with him. And the return comment killed everything. So, here, here's the initial comment. To this day, I don't think any opening match in wrestling history has ever surpassed Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10. And I'm like, you know what? I agree. When it comes to opening matches on a wrestling card, I think Brett versus Owen is one of the best. And I'm pretty sure all four of you have listed this match as one of your favorites at some point. It's in my top ten favorite WrestleMania matches ever. By far. It's an amazing match. It tells a great story. And I wrote back and said, I agree. I also think Brett versus Owen from WrestleMania 10 is the best match opener in the history of WrestleMania. 
And his other comment was like, the only one that may might even tie it was Brian versus Triple H from 30. But it's also because he's been a huge Triple H mark forever, and now he's a big Daniel Bryan mark. Although he wasn't at first. Well, now that his career's over, he's not irrelevant anymore. <laughs> so, after I made that comment, his immediate response was, Well, just out of curiosity, what do you think is the worst opening match in WrestleMania history? Like, really? We... we you finally say something positive when we have to okay, go straight to the negative. I can't argue with you about this, but I can argue with you about <laughs> this. He <clears throat> he claimed it was the triple threat hardcore match from 15, which was Billy Gunn, Bob Holly, and Al Snow. But I, I have to go with the uh, the double count out from two. Still, why did we have to go negative after we went positive? It was not necessary. Or was it necessary? It was, man. This is the internet. It's made for arguments. Duh. Obviously. He, he then proceeded to fill the rest of his wall with uh, positive support for same-sex marriage, which a lot of people are like, wow, I'm surprised that he feels that way. You know why he feels that way, right? It has nothing to do with same-sex marriage. It has everything to do with being anti-religious. Exactly. And then he also had to fill it up with uh, a couple of anti-PC gaming comments because that's his that's his thing. He's in like this blood feud with Matthew Anderson because Matthew <laughs> Anderson is the uh, is the hardcore PC gaming race master who who always says that PC is the best and won't hear anything about consoles. But he's the opposite. But buys all the consoles. consoles. Yeah, and his and Heyman's response is always that it's all about the consoles and. Not about anything else. I'd also like to point out that despite Heyman and I once having like 15 or so mutual friends, we're now down to two. One of them is Matthew Anderson and the other one is Nick, who's dead. God. I'm sorry. I don't know why that was so funny. Because <laughs> of Matthew no, Anderson. No, it's, it's officially kind of funny, killed off Because he's officially killed off all of his friends. Oh. <laughs> killed off. <laughs> God. Jeez. He may have a seizure on the Killing him softly? <laughs> it's no, he did not die softly. No, 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 no. Stop there. Stop there. Stop there. Please stop there. Wait. No, because what happened was horrific. Stop. Please stop. No, no, it's not about that. It's once all those friends are gone, does he also lose his friend's box set? <laughs> oh, that's that cam laughter. <laughs> so he gets a knock at the door. Yeah, we have to confiscate your friend's box set. Can you please go get it? And he comes back to the door. It swings open. Ha! <laughs> Fuck you, Antonio. <laughs> that, that's my WWE edition of Swerve, by the way. Every prank is just the boogeyman replacing somebody else. And whenever Antonio turns around, here comes the boogeyman. We know. Do we know any like jacked up black guys we can get to wear the boogeyman face paint so we can actually tape our own version of Pat McDermott's swerve? Because <laughs> I will totally be part of this. Or do we? Do does anyone have those boogeyman masks they used to sell? That's fine. That'll even work. Oh yeah, that'll work. Ha 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 ha! And then, got, and then like a package of uh, sour gummy worms. That'd be awesome. I'll play the victim because I can eat the gummy worms. 
Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yes. So, um, happy 4th of July, everybody. Make sure you come to uh, the Club Cafe BBBQ. The extra B is for BYOBB. And then there's also the BBY girl BQ. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> I don't think I want to go to that. Ooh, sauce. No, I, I definitely Gross. don't want to go to that. Gross. Ever. Hey, is anybody uh, busy the weekend of August 21st through even through Monday the 24th? I, I uh, That's a really far in advance. <laughs> because it would be a good idea to be in Brooklyn, New York, because the whole weekend WWE is at the Barclays Center because there's SummerSlam. There's Raw the next night, but now, just announced, on that Saturday, is NXT TakeOver Brooklyn in the Barclays Center. Nice. That's your next NXT TakeOver. And this is where this week's Facebook is based upon. Here we go. It's going to be great. You're going to be in the big arena. Oh, it's going to be awesome. There are powerful people in NXT than WWE. Oh, yeah? (laughs) Are there now? There are powerful people in NXT than WWE. Yeah, there's Bull Dempsey. He's powerful. Powerful. More powerful than WWE. There's Chad Gable. So they're powerful and... Than... Wow. Hmm. Grammar. Matt Morgan and Vance Archer come to WWE, please back. <laughs> I'm okay with half of that. Is that like a, is that like a word jumble for them to figure out? Person <laughs> <laughs> was dyslexic or something. Dyslexia. <laughs> Matt Morgan and Vance Archer come to WWE, please back. Bring Vance back. And it's gonna be better than SummerSlam. Uh, probably. True story. The only reason SummerSlam was great last year was because Brock Lesnar sacrificed Brock John Cena at the altar. Killed John Cena. And Ellis got owned by PJ's dog. Did you screw the pooch? No. Him. <laughs> Oh, in Florida, pooch screw you. <laughs> Such screw, much pooch. Ay, ay, ay. Next is two comments for the same person back to back. Because apparently they didn't finish their comment the first time. Arlie Iovers NXT, because they totally missed the L by a fucking lot. <laughs> <laughs> And then Arlie Swabby R. Swaby? Swabby? What country is this Scooby? from? Swaby. Arlie Swaby? Scooby? Dooby Doo. Swaby. Where are you? And our last comment is What the hell this mean? <laughs> <laughs> what the hell? Oh, damn. It means there's an NXT special the day before SummerSlam that's going to be better and more an- more anticipated than SummerSlam. Yeah! 
So get your get your ass to Brooklyn. There's no sleep till Brooklyn. And then little Guido comes out. No <laughs> sleep till. So yeah, apparently Brooklyn's the place to be in uh, in in mid to late August for three three days in a row. It's awesome. I, I have never once heard that Brooklyn was the place to be. There's a tornado going through there. That did happen once. That I twist happen. that. I twist that. Indeed. Damn it, I'm just going to say a tornado. 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 Yeah. All right. I, I, I'm going to regret. Mic. He took my mic. I, I, I'm going to regret this, yeah. but I'm going to ask anyway. Club Kayfabe listeners, especially those of you with awesome Photoshop skills, talking to you, Matt Awesome. Can somebody please make the movie poster for Tornegro? Oh. I like it. I love it. I want some more of it. And you got You better make sure Vince is on the cover. You may use the uh, the racist Vince picture if you wish. Any of them. I'll pin that up in my cardboard box next to my shrine of you guys. Do you know the first time I posted that Vince clan picture? There was somebody in the group, and I don't remember who it was, who, who actually thought it was legit and didn't understand I photoshopped it. I'm like, you really think that he's actually doing this? Like he's going to have a picture that you can find? <laughs> oh, I can't believe they found it. On racistmeat.com. <laughs> it was it's one of my favorite Photoshop pictures I've ever made. Alright, I think it's time for Chris's favorite part of the show. Oh, this is everybody's favorite part of the show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it is time to play points. Or buried. Or folded. Or frozen. Or <laughs> Epic <laughs> and it just keeps getting better and better. Oh, we've we've come up with two more things for uh, Arthur to do. By the way, that, that may oh, have no. may happen. Yes, he can um, he can terminate and he can erase. But those will be more serious, Arnold's. Um, so what, I, what I'm going to do for this show is all of those people are going to do their jobs. Uh. I don't know if Dan wants to bow out. I'm going to let Ellis and Melissa decide for me whether something gets points or not. Oh, I will just oversee go. any punishment that needs to be dished out. Here and, we go. And Ellis and Melissa, you if you agree, you need to instruct which person you would like to do what thing. <laughs> they're, all, they're all on standby, and they're all very excited to get involved. So. <laughs> this is fan interactivity. Interactivity. Oh, this is fun. <laughs> oh, 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 boy. All right. Oh, yeah. You remember, you remember last week we were pondering what it actually takes to fill an arena, and Daniel Bryan challenged the Tough Enough people to tell him what it took? Yeah. Well, well, Dan Dahl had a question for everybody who's a wrestler. What do all the wrestlers think it takes to fill an arena? So I had you guys choose a wrestler and tell them to tell us what it takes to fill an arena. One and done rule was in effect. 
So what does it take to fill an arena? Well, here's what the wrestlers say. Here's your first wrestler, and it's the big show. I quit. (laughs) (laughs) I quit. All right. What say you, points wizards? (laughs) Uh, I chuckled. I mean... Half points. Yeah. Twenty-five points. Yeah, that's fair. That's quarter points. (laughs) I call you point wizards, not point Nazis. You both laughed. You're like twenty-five points. (laughs) They're both like so much power is coursing through our veins. I know. I kind of want to give a weird number. Well, you know, yeah. If if two if two people give half points, I guess that is quarter points. Wait, you mean if two people give quarter points? Nope. It's half. Nope, because <laughs> Melissa halved it, and then and Ellis halved it again. <laughs> it's up to them. Is that 25 points or a quarter of a point? <laughs> or a point 25. 25 cents! Yeah! God damn. Oh, no. All right. Just got Fred Durst. This was a mistake. Man, I thought people weren't going to be pissed at me this week. They're going to be ultra pissed at me now. Uh, yeah! I say 25 points. Feeling those letters. 25 points awarded to Taylor Chadwick. <laughs> Not everyone's going to have fucked up numbers. <laughs> Actually, yes. is the only person who has a 25 increment right now. So you just corrected his points. Oh, good. Look at that. <laughs> That was our plan all along. There's you're welcome. I get it. <laughs> yeah, you're welcome. Here's your 25 points out of 100. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. All right. Your next person is Dixie Carter. And she says, do the opposite of whatever the hell it is I'm doing. <laughs> points. Yeah, I like that. How many? 75? <laughs> Points plus one. No, we're not doing that. <laughs> Points in a nice cream sandwich. All right. I'm, I'm good with full points. Regular full. points, whatever. There you go. Full points to Dylan Mewshaw. Mewshaw! Do, 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 do. All right. <clears throat> you want to put asses in seats? I'll get asses in seats. I'll declare a day where all minorities are free. <laughs> Who am I kidding? You think they believe me? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> the show is in the middle of my cotton field. <laughs> Just gotta work your way there. God damn. Jesus. No, racist. Points. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Thank you for finishing your statement. Jesus, Jesus points. Don't finish your statement. <coughs> All right. Points to Glenn Kukin. As if you had to know that was Glenn because it was a racist Vince joke. <coughs> All right. So what does it take to fill an arena? Chris Benoit says Google Hangouts. <laughs> no. No. Melissa's broken points. 25 points. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, that now was my question so is, 150. 
Is he saying yeah. use Google Hangouts, or is he saying just Google Hangouts and eventually this, <laughs> my results will come up if you Google the word ha- the no, term Hangouts? I don't know. <laughs> Does it matter? You know, either way, I don't care. 150 <laughs> points because it broke Melissa. Yay, I agree. Well, yeah, you, you did you did get cringies for that one. <laughs> All right, there you go. She so, uh, you just, so you just awarded Ken well points. Wow. I'm kidding. He well. Man, Taylor Chadwick got 25 points. He's probably sitting there going, God damn it. <laughs> he didn't P-well or V-well. He R-welled. <laughs> All right. This next one comes from Jerry the King Waller. If it's, un- if it's underage girls you want, bring candy and Dolph Ziggler posters. If Wait. it's anybody else, I have no idea. Wait, Ellis is on the show. You're, you're, the, you're the Jerry Lawler joke guy, right? This isn't Ellis. What? What? No. Wait this a minute. Ellis. You know, people should have learned from stealing other people's gimmicks that they're not as good. Yeah, Heyman tried to do it with my homeless gimmick. Look where that got him. Wait, he has Oh, never mind. Yeah, he went full right. time. He went full time in the hey manliest way possible by being their only option. <laughs> Negative points. It's like a cockroach. All right. If, if you're not awarding points, you have to make a choice now. Yeah, yeah. And so th- we have a whole panel of people who I mean, look at them. Choose. They're all itching. They're all itching over there. Who's gonna get it? They don't need to make Ellis, so get it. Frozen and speared. Oh, oh! So it breaks into a million oh, so pieces. To, hold on, let me uh, let let me get the uh, silencer. You know, if you put on the silencer, people are hearing noises. <laughs> <laughs> now it's been frozen. Oh yeah, hold it up, Chris. I'm gonna spear it. Yeah. There you go. Oh, you just shattered. Yeah. You just shattered, Joe Kalia. <laughs> So, Joe, you like to keep track of all the stuff that happens to you? <laughs> well, now you get to write down that you got frozen and speared. You got gold barge. <laughs> and you can thank Ellis Holmes for that. Okay. Oh, man. Steal my gimmick. Can't believe there's a little... Right, right. Watch, watch if you, anyone gets up, because there's all those little ice shatters all over the floor. <laughs> oh, no, look, Arnold, they're starting to come back together. <laughs> they start melting and go back together. All right. Your next person is Owen Hart. And like Daffy Duck, watch this stunt, but I can only do it once. H-T-E-S colon slash slash YouTube slash G-R-X-O-H-D-S-2 dash Wow. 50 points because he put something with it that we can't watch. Because videos work so well on an audio podcast. Yeah, I, I yeah, give it give him points though, because that was good, but half points. <laughs> Fifty points to Joe Mad Dog Needle. Oh man, Possibly. that shit would have gotten freaking buried and maybe even negative points if it was us in charge. <laughs> Mad Mad Dog got away with it this week, you, but I you guys, I, I should remind you, you do have tools at your disposal. You have to run it past Dan, but band hammers are optional. <gasps> Yeah. Oh, Christ. Oh. Uh-oh. Dan All right, have to that oh, no. Now they're really <laughs> <of> power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
If they were really smart, they'd ban everybody, so it's just the two of them next week, and then one would kill the other in their sleep, and then the other one would win. <laughs> our shortest points. Guys, we only got one entry this week. <laughs> and we have no prize for the winner. <laughs> and then that person doesn't even get points. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Only one person entered, and you weren't even funny? Damn. We've already done one show where nobody got points. Sorry about your damn entry. Yeah, and we did a show where everyone got a win, so... <laughs> yeah. Even down. All right. Well, Hurry up, son. Yeah. These damn hands are made for folding. I ain't doing shit over here. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, you still got a few more entries here, so... All right. Your next person is... Well, who else but Roman Reigns? So how do you fill an arena? You need a large dose of ooh and a massive amount of... Regular and cringies. Yeah. Oh, damn. Well, he did fill it. <laughs> uh, the Captain Nimstop. I think stop. I filled the arena. <laughs> One fitty to Adrian Cotton. Oh, my goodness. Oh, boy. He picked the right one. Okay. Now, how do you pack the arena with Chris Masters? <laughs> what if we just draw one fan, but then we inject him with all this leftover HGH? No points. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Whoa. So if there's no point... Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Someone's got to pick... Frozen. Uh, folded Frozen. Effin' speared and banned. Yeah, I'm banned. This bullshit, I don't get to do anything. <laughs> no, use the sledgehammer to ban him. Wait, why are we banning him? Because <laughs> <laughs> they just learned it's something they can do. Because it's fine. But he didn't violate any rules. Because it excited Melissa, and she's a girl. What the fuck? Hell, son, I, so I'm going to start folding this damn thing. To move out of the way because now it's going to get frozen. Now it's been neatly frozen and folded. It's time to spare it and let shatter on the floor. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> He's going to die. He's done. Hands up. Hands up. <laughs> I'm just here in the corner waiting to know if Dan's going to let me use my band hammer. Come on, Dan. Let him do it. Let him do it. There seems to be a lot of a lot of excitement over a weak band. So I guess change approved. Yay. Yes. yes. Oh, my God. Yes. Yes. Very. Oh, you had to switch, you had to switch your spade for a hammer. I buried Damn my me. hammer. It was very complicated. Oh, wait. Isn't it like a, it's like a double-ended uh, on one side? It's... Yeah, it's, a, it's also my tie. <laughs> the other side of the We make movies, Dan. Oh. It could be a lightsaber, too. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, so, so Dan Dahl, who came up with this week's game. Oh, God! <laughs> Dahl. This became Van Dahl. Oh, my God. So he got folded, frozen, effing speared, and banned for a week by being buried so far underground that he can't compete next week. 
know what the best part is? Because you made them the judges, the the last few people who are entries are probably sweating right now. <laughs> you know what though? And the great thing is, I mean, I have nothing to do with this. It's it's them and our points are buried cast and crew. I didn't do anything. <laughs> and yeah, let's get that at Chris. Yeah, it'll be all my fault somehow. <laughs> I was the only one who found that entry funny, but it'll still be my fault. <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I know. I'm this. I'm this Gene Snitsky of this show. <laughs> okay. So, what does it take to fill an arena? Well, your next entry comes from Goldberg, and what does he say? Yeah. You have to f and spear the s out of someone. Oh, God. <laughs> Just one person. <laughs> Yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna go ahead and say no points because that was mine. That wow. was yours. Yeah. So you sub you submit. Oh wait, you didn't know you were gonna be on the show. He's so so so. Well, here's oh. the thing, Melissa. Uh huh. You now have an opportunity to not only bury him in any way you want. You could also ban him and take him out of the game for as long as you want if Dan approves the change. <laughs> oh my god, this is amazing. Um, now everyone's going to want a guest on the show. <laughs> I've heard that before. <laughs> you know what? Spear him and just ban him for one week. I think that's <laughs> just, just for one week. I'm a right. dictator, okay? <laughs> you ready to get I'm not going to spear entry. I'm going to spear the F out of your S. <laughs> yeah. Jesus Christ. Oh, so you, <clears throat> you guys gave points to Joe Mad Dog, and then you banned him. Then you banned Dan Dahl. <laughs> and now you're banning Ellis. Chris, God, move, just, Chris move out of the way. It's, it's only the, fair. All right, I'm moving. I'm moving. I have to Do use it. my fan hammer. Ready? <laughs> Ready for this? You just got speared down to the ground and now buried. But does that mean Triple H and Goldberg are working together? <laughs> Crap. Hey, Goldberg. Hi, <laughs> Vey. No, no, he just speared. <laughs> All right. Well, you buried yourself. Y'all didn't bury me. Y'all buried yourselves. Good it was only work. fair. It wouldn't be fair. God damn. Don't play dirty. Yeah. Even though I'm homeless and I need a shower. <laughs> but not that kind of shower. Ooh-ah. Oh, oh, my oh, God. Points buried or ooh-ah? <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Change not approved. Change approved. <laughs> Unless Shin's on the show. Oh, God. <laughs> He'd like and that. next week is a is a multiple of eleven. So yes, so so we won't invite him on. <laughs> that, that ooh option is not available. God. Oh. All right, here we go. Tony Shavone. Fans, don't even think about changing the channel because we've learned that at our competition, the primetime players, who used to wrestle here as Rufus Patterson and Officer Samson, are going to win their world tag team titles and then have a live sex celebration. <laughs> Talk about putting some asses in the seats. Tight asses. No fights. 
Yeah, no points. Wow. So. Speared, Uod, then buried. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> They're drowned in Uod and then buried? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Hold on a second. I got I to gotta take a quick nap. <laughs> oh, after this last spear. Yeah. You ready, baby girl? You're about to get Ooh, uh, Damn, that was a long one. <laughs> That's what she said. Ugh, I'm going to wait. Uh, I better just... I'm going to shovel on top of this stuff here. That's what I'm going to do. All right. Uh, you're buried. Oops. Yeah, but you can only ooh ah once per game. <laughs> Please tell me that was Shinzen. So, so Shinzen. Did you see Triple H? So he just put like a little bit of dirt on top. He he said that was that was too much for him to even do deal with anymore. <laughs> well, guys, congratulations to Siobhan Ferguson for being the first ever victim. <laughs> the, <ooh-ah. laughs> the elusive ooh that can only be played once per game. <laughs> oh. Now Roman's falling asleep. <laughs> well, so oh, Goldberg fell asleep good too. Night, oh, baby they're right girl. next to each other. Yeah, everybody so else cute. is blown up. <laughs> you guys saw the longest yard, right? Nelson, I only was. folded once. I'm all right. Where his gimmick was that he had a huge cock. <laughs> I folded twice. I'm sorry. Wow. All right. That takes you guys to our hey, final entry. Do you guys want eyeballs on your eyeballs, somebody? Because I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> what would oh, that have to do with anything? <laughs> well, they sure would look silly. Like this. Watch me close my eyes. See? <laughs> and now you open your eyes and... Oh, shit! Eyes. That, that's, that Jeff Hardy animated GIF is still one of the most terrifying things I've ever seen in my life. Are you next to Ken Anderson and his head just Yeah, turns. he just has this moose. I think it's horrifying. <laughs> God damn. Oh, All right, uh, last entry. Last entry. Um, I don't know who's submitting this. It's just the quote. Tonight, live on Raw, Paige and Natalia will be competing in a Get Naked and Make Out match. Well, then. Keep in mind, you've already used your ooh Negative points. What? Yeah. No. Oh, definitely pack an arena. What are you guys talking? <laughs> <laughs> it didn't make me laugh. Me neither. Negative a hundred points. Oh, and damn. Terminated. And yeah, fold and spear and just everything the fuck out of that thing. I'm done. I do. I do. <laughs> I don't think we're ever letting guests do this ever again. Goldberg is asleep, so he is not able to spear. However, I am still awake. I have to get into all of the characters to do this. So, hold on. First, you're frozen! Oh, no. Now, next is very serious because you're about to be erased. Now you Finally. can't terminate it because it's already erased. Finally, I will bring it back like the T-1000 so that I can terminate it. Hasta la vista, entry. Well done. Don't worry, I'll be back. Now are you going to ban this person too? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even think about it. 
And this is how Melissa makes her comeback. What's the uh, yeah. what's the duration of the ban before I uh, I ban them? I don't know, Alice. What do you think? Mm. No. Just a week. Just a week. Yeah, just know if you do more than one week, I'm going to veto it. <laughs> oh. What about a week and a half? <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? out like just a one hour ban <laughs> so they have to wait to make their a 67 minute ban they only post in the last hour that it's up yeah well some people can only post in the last hour that it's up <laughs> okay so a one week ban a negative 100 points looks like you're getting yeah. a ban hammer shot to the side of the face but don't worry I'm going to use my hand over the ban hammer on <laughs> <laughs> Hey, hey, Matt Awesome, remember when you were negative guy? Well, apparently you're that again. <laughs> and you also can't play next week. So, like, people who wouldn't listen to the show but looks at the points or buried standings and go, What? Yeah, what the <laughs> fuck is Australian? Australian? So, let, all right, so let, me, let me get this straight. Uh, <sighs> got banned. Ellis banned himself. <laughs> <laughs> Joe Mad Dog Needle got points, but then he got banned. And then Matt Awesome got negative points, and then he got banned. Sounds about right. Yep. That's how we roll. I, I think okay. they do arbitrary better than Dan and I do arbitrary. <laughs> Alright, now who's your winner? Oh, I'm gonna go with Ken. Wait, wait, which which one? I said Ken. He was the, the uh, Google Hangout. That was the one I thought was yeah. the Oh, uh, yeah. Cantwell. Canwell. Can't. Oh. There was Jason Canwell this week. Oh, I thought you said Ken. I was like, what the fuck? Oh, no, right. not Ken Dudley. Yeah, no, you get <laughs> Well, now he's getting 200 points because he got the win. <laughs> All right. So. Just to recap, so everybody who's listening to the show understands, when we have guests on and we put them in charge, they bury the shit out of people, they ban the shit out of people, and they give Jason Cantwell, the previous ultimate negative points guru, 200 goddamn points. So everybody remember that. No guests on the show ever again. No, no, we can have guests, but I don't think Pat's turning over the rein to you guys ever again. <laughs> he will. He, he was amused. No, you know what we need? Now we have to have Image and Shin be the points gurus. Oh, God. Joey will laugh at everything, though. No, he doesn't. He If he doesn't understand the entry, he buries the shit out of it. And Shin will award points to himself, because the last time he was like, oh, that one's really funny. And Pat's like, why? Was that your entry? Well, n- no. <laughs> uh, uh, uh. <laughs> he like started. I was like, yeah, it was, because I saw that shit. God damn. Well, guys, that was your uh, your very everybody edition of the Club Cafe podcast. The inmates run the asylum. <laughs> Where we added three new things that can happen to you. Yes, but one can only be used. <laughs> and nobody free. used the eyeballs on the eyeballs option. Nope. <laughs> no, Jeff, we're not using that option ever. Go away, Jeff. It's, how long is it going to take you to draw eyeballs on someone's eyeballs anyway? This stuff needs to be quick and effective. Well, ask me on, on the entry's eyeballs. Right, and they're not even here. You can't draw oh, on the entry. It's on the piece of paper. Yeah. So it has to have eyeballs. So it has to find them. 
And then you have to find a way to close the eyelids on a drawing. <laughs> this is getting too complicated. Let's just do burning trailer points. <laughs> burn my house, burn my dog, burn my Illuminummies points. Oh, yeah, we haven't gotten new way- new points in a long time. We've just come up with new ways to bury. <laughs> Does that say we're negative as a society? <laughs> or does that mean that you guys need to be more funny? Well, I think well, I what, what that means. Yeah, some, somebody weld. <laughs> somebody did well this week. Good for them. So <laughs> He weld very well. The best part is that Adrian Cotton and Glenn Cookin are just sitting there like, well, we, we, we're okay. <laughs> <laughs> should, should we uh, see what our, our guest hosts have to say, if they have anything special they have to say before we sign off? Oh, please do. I was, I was wondering, do you guys know where uh, Brazer Ramon's body is? I need to take some of his DNA for some uh, chemical warfare. I'm using it against the other homeless people. We're fighting over a can of beans. You know, I heard that that all might be a work, that he didn't have Ebola and he might still be out there. In fact, he might be living next to you in the, in the next trash can, for all you know. That explains the smell. <laughs> yeah, man, you got to check them dumpsters. So Brazza Ramon, I've heard a theory that he may still be out there. He just wanted to quit the cafe. Yeah. So, so he, he called in sick. Quiet. He called in sick with Ebola. I mean, and someone you believed got, him. Well, you guys got to be nice to the man. I mean, Boost <laughs> Mobile went out of business, so <laughs> it kind of killed his whole life. Oh yeah, that was this thing he had going for him, right? Yeah. Yeah. And then they went, they went out of business because they rage quit. Oh, yeah, he was like, I solemnly swear that I quit. <laughs> but he didn't quiet. <laughs> You're a quieter. Shh. All right, uh, Melissa, you got anything to say? You know, I'm honestly so drunk with power right now, I can't even think straight. That was that was really wonderful, and I'd like to do that weekly, but I can't. So, <laughs> super fun. Thank you for that. You, should you should guys, we warn your husband? You're, you're on a power trip? <laughs> It'll pay off for him in the long run. It'll See? Whoa, we're making people's lives better. <laughs> you are. He's going to be psyched later. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. So, so I'm, I'm going to ask you guys a question that I'm, I'm sure is going to offend a lot of our listeners, but I'm going to ask anyway. You guys want to be on again next week and do uh, a double yeah. show? All right. Again, so why the hell not? We'll be in. We'll be in touch for next week's show. That's for sure. Yay! For sake, I hope he's not getting banned or buried. Yeah. Oh God! You know what we should do next next week? We should play two theater. We should play two points or buried games. <laughs> one that we get, one that we give to them, and then one that we give back to Pat. But we don't tell the guys who's getting which one until we record. <gasps> so <Fun. laughs> we don't tell them who's going first because if Melissa and Ellis go first, everyone will be banned. Exactly. <laughs> and then can, uh, you, can, can we do Wrestle Peace Theater? <clears throat> but um, the guys who got to. banned. Yes, we can do that. If you're both on, we'll do that. Yeah, definitely. And and we will also one of the games we won't we won't ban the people that are playing. You will only get banned from one, and they'll know which one, but they won't know if that ends up being the game that we give to Ellis and Melissa. 
So for those of you who got banned, you can only play one of the games next week. I'll, I'll let you know which one, but you won't know who's scoring it. Wait, why so, are we playing with Triple H? This is really complicated. <laughs> Time to complicate the game? I like the <laughs> rules of this game. I get it. <laughs> now I've got natterating inside my head. I, I've got I've got two ideas for games that I'd like to actually use next week because they're kind of similar. So for those of you guys who always think of multiple stuff, you might actually get a run with this. But like I said, one of you you can't one of them you can't play, and the other one, well, you can play it, but. You might be in trouble afterwards. So, that's what's going to happen next time on the Club Cafe podcast. And by request, apparently, WrestlePeace Theater is going to come back, and we're going to find something absolutely ridiculous to read, because... Yes! 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 yes. Maybe, maybe, maybe I'll find one that has Arnold in it. Ooh. Yes! <laughs> or, or maybe I'll write one myself, <laughs> I'll get it. But Chris, could you write like that? I think it'd be a bet against your uh, better judgment. Uh, I'll just drink. There you go. Oh, I'll, I'll, I'll get really, really drunk, which I haven't done in a really long time, and then I'll just write a story, and it'll star racist Vince Arnold, conspiracy Jesse. There's all kinds of things we can, can do. Can some with of them this. fall asleep in the middle of it so that I have a voice? <laughs> No, no, I can, I can. Because they always some. take my microphone. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, we'll, we'll handle some of them. Don't you worry. But uh, yeah, that'll be next week. So guys, tune in. Happy Fourth of July. Happy birthday, America. And uh, a big, big shout out to uh, my homies, Ellis and Melissa, for joining us on the show. Thank you, guys. This has been. Thank you. I, I'm gonna I, blow I shit up. I don't, I don't know if the listeners are as excited to have you on, but uh, <laughs> I, I, I had a good time. So. And now it's time to thank you. Time we'll to talk send to you, you guys. guys uh, yeah, next next time we'll uh, see you then. And now, bad news, Barrett fireworks celebration. Everybody, boom, 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 boom. What's up? Yeah, boom.